Welcome back to another episode of uh, the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I am Anthony. And we are missing Chris. He could not make it. Yes. Something came up, I guess. Yes. But, but we are proceeding ahead. We are doing Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, like everybody else. Yes. But. We're smarter, though. We're not doing the first one. Well, yeah. We don't care about the first one. Because no. you only need to see the second one. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you what have you uh, been up to? What have you been doing? Nothing. Working. Oh, nice. And then I, I, I did something that wasn't working this week. It was Friday. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just been in front of my computer. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I've been having some pretty good luck finding uh, new tapes. Yes, you have a bunch behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that Mad shit, Madman. Yeah, not... Not the good one, but yeah, yeah. still, it, it it had something to do with like a killing like Russians or some yeah. shit. I don't know. They hidden, dude. I finally found Dune. I didn't own Dune for some reason, and I finally found it. I like refused to buy it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've been having some pretty good luck with that shit. How is that hidden copy good? Yeah, it's it's all right. Here, wait, wait, hold on. Where'd you where'd you find these? Uh. Place in Huntington, and then uh, place in Comac. Mm-hmm. It's like Goodwill and like a Savers, and then there's uh, like an Island Thrift. This movie's so good. Yeah, not bad, right? I love this movie. Thank you, sir. Oh no problem. But yeah, it's uh, been pretty good. I found that like you ever hear that movie Losing It? No. Oh, that's a that's a pretty good one, but uh, it's actually sealed. Oh, really? And it's like the original copy, yeah. I was very surprised to find that today. What did, did you check online how much it's worth? No, 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 no. This is also, I'm going to keep this stuff. Yeah. I like, I buy these because I, I actually find them interesting. So I watch them, keep them in the, keep them in the collection. Yeah. I can tell I sound very nasally right now. Yeah, but not bad though. Oh, oh man. Yeah, what, I'm what trying to mean? like clear. I'm trying to clear it. I can't. I can't do it. Go, go clear it. Keep it or edit it out. Get a marker. Nah, I'm alright. I'm alright. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, I've been pretty sick this week. I have. Everybody's been getting a cold. I definitely got it. Yeah, I got to back away from you. I don't want to get. Sick. No, no, no. I'm already past that point. I don't want to get sick. I'm already past that point. Yeah. <laughs> you work from home, man. You can go. <laughs> oh no. Uh, one day a week, I don't or two. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm trying. I'm not going to get you sick. Don't worry. I don't get sick. I'll Lysol you on the way out. But uh, Anthony, Christmas is extremely close. We are very close to Christmas. It doesn't even feel like it. Well, they just put up the Christmas tree today. Did you notice that? I feel like everyone was late on the Christmas tree putting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I never. Actually, no. When I lived in Wanta, I used to put up a Christmas tree every year. I had the cemetery Christmas tree. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was the old one from the cemetery. Oh, they so, gave it to yeah, you? Yeah, they're like, oh, here you want it? I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you're going to have that at your house? I'm like, yeah, yeah, why not? It was like a fucking fake tree. Yeah. Whatever. Fake tree at a cemetery. <laughs> Dude, I'd put green lights on it and then put like a swamp thing on the top. What happened to you? Threw it out? Uh, I think I brought it to my parents' house. Oh, they have it? Yeah, I think they, I think they have it. I don't know if I threw it out. Maybe. I think I saved it because I was like, oh, like maybe like my next apartment. They'll take it. Yeah. We, and they had one already. Here, yeah. So. so maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. Next one. 
Yeah, but like, have you have you been doing like holiday shopping and all that? All, all, I do, Amazon. I've done a bunch of Amazon shopping. I got Liz's present off another website, um, and then I got. I have not. I haven't been like to a store to you, get anything. You don't have to anymore. Yeah, I don't really need to. You could use the slaves at Amazon to. It's it, I, I I I use it just because I have Prime. Yeah, yeah, shit. you get it immediately. And you can get a wrap too. So I was like, really? Oh, yeah, you can wrap your shit. Holy shit! You no, it, is it extra? extra? Yeah, of course. How much extra. is it? How much? I don't is know. It? Depending on the item, I was looking at this watch from my dad that was like hundred bucks. And how much was it to wrap it? I didn't look at it yet, but it's probably it's probably ten bucks to wrap it. Think about it. You you get put a card. In. They're doing everything for you. Yeah, but that's like ten dollars is a lot for that. But think about this: you're gonna you what you probably would do like everyone else is you probably would wait last minute. Yeah, like the couple of days before, you're gonna run to the store, buy buy wrapping paper. I keep gift bags. I re gift. Oh bags. yeah, of course, man. I, if there's a thing in my house, it's all gift bags and tissue paper. Uh, <laughs> it's because because you just re gift. Yeah, of course. You just, just got to just try yeah. not to give it to the person that gave it to you. No, it's fine. They don't. That, I, yeah, I guess you would forget by that. Do you remember any gift bag you gave somebody? Dude, I don't even remember what gifts I give yeah. to people. It's like, oh wait, what I get you last year? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I know I got a lens from uh, from my family as a gift. Really? From um, Liz and everybody. And then I think that's... And I got like a handle for my small rig. Oh, very yeah, nice. I'm 30, so I, I know my Christmas gifts already. Yeah. What about you? Do you know what you're getting? Yeah, the uh, carton of cigarettes, I think. <laughs> Lit. <laughs> Thrown at you. Smoke up. Smoke up. <laughs> Silly dad. No, no, we're gonna get a new microphone here, man. Oh yeah, that's yeah. But uh, silly dad, you can't eat carpet. You just gotta boil it. <laughs> you gotta boil it. Softens up the glue. Softens up. You remember Maddie saying that? Maddie would do do it all the time. Maddie, Maddie used to fuck Maddie muscles. We used to say, He's uh, "Cop now, you gotta eat the carpet. You gotta boil it. it softens <laughs> the glue. Softens up." Silly dad, Anthony. So. Are you in the holiday spirit right now? Not, today, no. I'm very dead. Yeah. But next week, I... Oh, well, no, they won't listen to it. I'm filming an engagement next weekend at Rockefeller Center at night on Saturday. Oh. So it's so Saturday do you want Christmas. do you want me to fucking kill you now? Or? No. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'm, I'm, it's a friend of a friend, so I'm... I'm doing it as, like, I'm getting... Like, I'm getting paid for it, but I, nothing could really, um... Nothing could really, um pay for the amount of traffic and the amount of people oh what a night but i think i think i'm gonna do i think i'm gonna go on friday night late because liz is not away i think i'm gonna go on friday night late stay at my cousin's place hang out in the city all day work and then like yeah have to be there just go and then drive home yeah after does he have like a spot you can you my can cousin park in? my cousin has an office that he has like a couch i stay there whenever but, like the, can you park does oh he yeah have he's like a, parking and everything it's a sick setup it's a really great setup that's cool Oh yeah, that's the Comic Con place, right? Yeah, yeah. You've probably been there before. I think uh, it's, a, it's literally just a couch, a table, a fireplace that the table's in front of, and um, and a small kitchen that's behind a curtain, and then a bathroom. That's yeah. It. It's yeah. It, it's it's probably the whole apartment's probably big as this room. Yeah, maybe a little bit just yeah, angled this, off. Yeah, this is like a fifteen by fifteen. Yeah, room it's small, but it's what you need. I, for me, it's great. I, yeah. No, I'm no, no, that's cool. Right now. It's on my it's on my chain. Very nice. Yep. So Anthony, do you want to start talking about this extremely 
cheerful non movie holiday non movie. It's a non movie. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> in a good way. I'm gonna it's, let you know. I really like this movie. Me a too. Lot. No, like no, 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 no. Me no. too. No, like I really like. It's this better. Movie. It's 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 a way to. It was. It's just um, forty minutes of recap, forty minutes of movie. That's it's 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 um, I, I it's Silent Night, Deadly Night two point Yeah, that's what it should be called. It's like, yeah, it's not really. I I wouldn't really. It's it's weird. I wouldn't really call it a sequel. Okay, yeah. so you know what? Since this movie is basically half of the first one. It's a, it's a recap. Let's do a abbreviated history of the first one. Yeah. Okay. So, so let. So when you read the movie, you're just gonna. No, no, I gotta. Let's. Well, no, 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 no. Right. Because we're not gonna do the same thing twice. No, 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 no. I, I might kill myself. <laughs> no, 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 no. So basically, what I want to do right now is, I want to give a little background about this, uh, this movie, this franchise, maybe. To so you get an idea of how ridiculous it is. Well, yeah. The well, I just I know the re- reason why the the movie has so much flashback is because they wanted to. You get to correct me if I'm wrong, but the first movie had to be taken out of theaters. Not a lot of people saw it. They had the rights to do another run, but they didn't have a budget. So to get to um to reintroduce everybody to it, they thought we could just do a giant flashback. But they only had enough money to film basically. 40 to 50 minutes of another movie. Mm-hmm. So they combined it so people could get reintroduced to the story, but they had to call it Silent Night, Den of Night Part 2 because it is technically a sequel, but even though they were just trying to have a way to re-expose everybody to the movie with the edited scenes out. Yeah, basically. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, basically. No yeah. Santa raping anybody. <laughs> yes, I know. But you know what's funny about the first movie? What? It released on the same day. Yeah, as Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking and awesome. And beat it in the box office, too. Yeah, just the first day. Just the first... Well, it beat it and, for it, the, and it also opened in, like, twice as many theaters. Yes, but... It, it, it beat it. It beat it. It doesn't matter. It's And um, uh, what was it? Uh, and didn't it... What, they said, it, wouldn't it have the trajectory to beat it if it didn't get out of theaters? Like, overall? Wouldn't it, they said if it wasn't pulled out of theaters, oh, it would it would have been like, it would have had the trajectory like of the the following week, I believe. I think it was only in theaters for a week. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, it was released on November 9th, nineteen eighty four, and it and it opened in four hundred theaters. Jesus Christ, which that's nothing, yeah, right? Like that's fucking nothing. And uh, it was apparently pulled after uh, what six days or something like that. Santa Claus raping people? No, like well, like a killer Santa <laughs> Claus, yeah. like Siskel and Ebert were like, "Oh, it's fucking disgusting." Uh, they were saying all this bullshit. Yeah, uh, but which is dude, crazy. The, dude, Siskel and Ebert read the names of like the crew of like the people that made the movie yeah. and said, "Like, shame on you!" Like live on yeah, TV. I remember that. And but what? Is, no, it's crazy. It's funny. No, funny is the wrong word. A movie with like the kind of subject matter of Santa Claus killing and I keep on I hate keep on using the word raping, but that was like um like then that really didn't fly. And then I felt there was a period where in the nineties and the two thousands where it would fly and this wouldn't fly now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the two thousand eighteen. Yeah. So it was like wrong time and I'm not condoning raping. I'm just saying yeah. it's it's just it's just um that was what I read was the big thing. Yeah, is that it, there's that the well, one rape. There's a, the one. I, well, I was the first one in a long time. There's a one. There's that one rape she, scene, right? Well, she's like, she's uh, what's it called? Um, 
like he's about to. He's about to. That's what. I and he like you know he like pulls his shirt open and yeah. all that shit. But uh, but then, then that was the her. big. Th- I know that was like yeah. a big. Well, like thing, also yeah. that like the kids were then afraid of like Santa Claus because yeah. the guys wearing the costume. Oh, bad, the bad thing. parenting. Like, don't let your kids see this fucking movie. Then. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> apparently it was like a big. There was a lot of protests in New York, which it was, which is pretty wild because. You see, whenever you see like those pictures of like, oh, like uh, make them die slowly, and then yeah. it's on like a fucking movie marquee. That's in like Times Square, but yeah. back, you know, in like the fucking eighties when it was the Wild West, you yeah. could do whatever the fuck you want. But it's surprising that that movie would have like gotten so much controversy. It did because it's they've had Killer Santa Clauses in movies before. Fucking tales, th- tales yeah. from the Crypt, right? But I think it was just the fact that that, that was Well, like, that was like the night. Well, no, that was a little bit Well, later. I think it was the fact that this movie, that was the, um, the whole ad campaign. It's like yeah. it's Killer Santa Claus. But it from, was effective. From his, but from his perspective, not the victim's perspective. Yeah, but it was... The whole movie. Dude, how, how effective was it, though? It was, it was, it's a very popular movie. I, I, I could argue that the second one has more... Um, more um, but the crap. more people know the second one because of the meme. Yeah. Oh, like, for that's sure. Why, that's why. For sure. Yeah. For sure. You know what's did did you know um like did you remember seeing the box art of the first one as a kid? Yeah, it's um the axe. Yeah, know? with the hand coming out of the and chimney. ECW. <laughs> ECW. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember I remember that blockbuster. I think it was like the covers that would always stick out to me were Tales from the Crypt. Um uh, um Happy Birthday to Me. With the sish, uh, shish kebab, I think that was the cover. I could be wrong. I could be. I know there's a shish kebab kill in that, but um, and then um, this movie, yeah, it's on a dinner. And you know, it's funny. Like that would always, I would have like, all right. So we're gonna get a little, a little deep here. Mm-hmm. So like as a kid, I would always have like strange dreams. All right, and it would it, I would say it's like a nightmare. I guess maybe really weird. Mm-hmm. So you see that cover of that movie, right? Yeah. And you know it's like a they had to like set that photo up, right? Yeah. And it's like a super sterile environment. Yeah. Dude, for some reason that like I can't even explain it. But like that type of like look yeah. of like a photo, I would have like dreams that I was like in things like that. That's good. I don't know. I can't like explain well, it. Yeah, yeah, it's very like very um very glowy, flowy. I don't yeah. know, man. That yeah. that shit was always like weird to me. Yeah, it's very weird. I want to know where like the original photo of that is. I don't know. <laughs> can can we get that somewhere? Has to be somewhere around. We could we could look for our original poster. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Uh did you like the second one better than the first one? Uh yeah, because it well, n- yes and no. I, I think I, I kind of look at it as like kind of like a a like a, a um kind of just like a recap yeah 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 yeah. kind of like kind of like a tv version i kind of yeah you know what putting it together in like the second movie it actually makes it like even better yeah all right so you know what let's get into history well let's just get into silent night deadly night part two now because we talked about silent night deadly night part one oh real quick before we talk about the movie the actor at the main guy you know he wasn't originally casted as he, in, well, in he, the second one. He was he was casted, but they liked someone better. But he didn't look like the brother. He, yeah, he looked better. Yeah, they, but they set off. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. But he was like the one. Of the we'll worst get into people. him when. Yeah, yeah. Now, this movie actually has twenty five minutes of part one in it. Tw- it's twenty five. Twenty five minutes of the movie is part one. Okay. 
the rest is moving yeah and really a majority of it is just him in that room like doing the uh yeah like the little narrations well if you think about it if it's 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 25 minutes of recap of of old film intro to movie all that stuff credits credits so you're looking at a good 45 minutes they credited the people from part one because it's a re-release yeah it was a re-release basically so this movie was released on May 29th, 1987. So it was like a spring film. Yeah. Why would they release this in the spring? I think they're doing the best they can to avoid any issues with the people rioting. Yeah. Well, makes sense. they had a budget of $100,000. Well, it was just to do a, they only had enough money. They didn't have enough money to um, reshoot everything. Yeah. But it did make $154,323. So it made money. Yeah. That's pretty. That's amazing, and yeah, it really want to see it. It had a limit, like a limited release. So, yeah. you know, I don't know how many, uh, know how many theaters it was in, but it was probably not many. But uh, they filmed this in ten days. Wow, you could tell. Yeah, you could definitely tell. I know they did this stuff in that hospital, like the like they filmed the 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 all the the interviewing stuff in the basement of a hospital. Yeah, and um, they said that was just like two camera guys and like. They did that all in like one day. Well, uh, like the scenes with him and like the doctor, they were all shot in two days. Oh, two days. Okay, sorry. Um, something that I really like in this movie is that they use the first movie in the movie in the at movie, the movie at the movie theater and yeah. like his reaction to that. That's another good thing. But uh, the cinematographer also had to step in to play the Salvation Army Santa Claus because the real actor didn't show up. That seems to be like a common yeah. trend in these movies, like people just not showing up. But uh, I I just find it funny how like it's like oh this guy you know didn't uh, didn't didn't want to be in the movie or whatever, and then it becomes like a cult hit. Yeah, you think he's like oh fuck like I fucked up, or you think he didn't even know. I just think he just was filming, filling in a spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you were right about the guy, Eric Freeman, that played Ricky. Yeah. That it was between him and like an actual experienced actor. And he got the role because he looked more, you know, how they wanted. Which he, he like, you don't really realize until yeah. like maybe a little bit into the movie. Like he is fucking like pretty jacked. This yeah, guy. he's a big guy. Yeah, he's a big dude. They not call big, him, not a great the, actor. What a big guy. I like his acting in this, dude. It, like, it for what his role is... It is fine. It was good. But I like how, like, the fucking dude Chip calls him Kong. Yeah. It's like, oh, fucking big meathead. But they're, like, the same height also. Mm-hmm. I was expecting him to be uh, much, much bigger. But, yeah, this overall... I think this movie... Um, I think this movie made more money probably from VHS. Most, uh, most likely. Because I don't know, like, if that hundred and fifty-four thousand is from like the theatrical release, or is that like a combination of everything? It you might know? be a combination of everything. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, the uh, VHS came out uh, in nineteen eighty-seven. IV released that one. That's the one that you would see everywhere with the handgun and the Christmas ornament. Very. Uh, what would would you say? That's like a controversial type cover which one for part two with the handgun in the bulb not really i think 
Oh, I wish I had the laser disc from Image Entertainment. I, ne- I never, I never saw the laser disc. Me neither, man. And they released a DVD of this in two thousand and three, uh, Anch- when like Anchor Bay was fucking going nuts. Yeah, releasing everything, uh, but it was pulled due due to copyright issues. How did that happen? Like even in the two thousands, by a company like Anchor Bay. I don't know. Right? Isn't that that's pretty weird? But a Blu-ray was just released for this. Yes, like very, last week. Very recently. Yeah, it's like a two. It's a very popular movie to watch. Yeah, it's like a two disc collector's edition. Yeah, and uh, apparently on that DVD when they did the commentary, uh, the guy Eric Freeman, they couldn't find him, and he's just like, yeah, I didn't want to be an actor anymore. Like I just, you know, I had you enough. Know, a lot of I, people do that. Yeah. Well, he said he Charlie from the. He seems like a little yeah. crazy. Yeah. Right, but um, he like made a very good point where he's like, yeah, I felt like I got as far as I was gonna go. Yeah. Like he was very real with himself and he moved on and yeah. he said he didn't realize that there was a big cult following for the movie. That's why he like, you know, he never like advertised himself. I know. I know the dude from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the kid Charlie from the original, the original movie, one. He had peaced out. He didn't want to do anything. He like became a farmer. Um, the dude from 16 Candles. That was like a big deal. He's the lead in the movie. Just pieced. like like the main, main guy, like he, the hunky guy. Peaced. He's really? Done. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. He was never in anything else. He was in some stuff, but he never. That was like his biggest thing. Like they just never did much. I after. love when people just are like, "Fuck you, I'm done." Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis. That's oh. the biggest one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, he did it because his wife died, and he wanted to be there for his kids. He was like, "Well, he didn't need. He didn't need being. it anymore." Yeah. Is he gonna be in like any? He keep. <laughs> from what I'm reading, is that like he doesn't want to do anything unless it's like, unless he really likes the role. A lot of people think he's actually waiting out for like an Oscar type movie, which is like, you know, true. The dude was acting for years and stopped. I wouldn't, if he was, if his kids are all grown up and out of college now and he wants to act like why, why run around doing like shitty fucking movies? Like wait until you get a role that like, you know, he might not get off a role like that. He knows that. So he's just waiting for a role that he wants. Yeah. yeah. You know that he turned down the Ghostbusters movies. Like he doesn't want to do that. So, oh, he, he he turned down the Ghostbuster. He did a cameo. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. Oh, wait. Before we get into the, like the main, mm-hmm. the, our our main movie here. Yeah. Um, did you see the posters for Godzilla? Yeah, I love them. Fucking awesome. It was right, right after he talked about it too. Yeah. Like everyone's going nuts, dude. Yeah. Rodan. Yep. Looks, looks good. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Fucking can't wait. Oh, right, I want to see that. All right, let's uh, let's do this. So this one starts with like a panning shot of Ricky, who is Billy from the first movie's younger brother. And it looks like he's in some sort of like prison or mental asylum because he's wearing like, uh, what are those called? Toms? The, the, right? The shoes? Yeah, he's wearing yeah. like those types of shoes. Yeah. But uh, it is a mental asylum. And uh, this orderly comes in and he's got like this tape recorder and he's going to set all this shit up. And Billy like shakes his head. Billy. Mm-hmm. Ricky shakes <laughs> shakes his head and like rolls his eyes. And... They're trying to make him look like a real cool fucking guy, like smoking a cigarette. He's, I'm surprised he didn't, 
I guess maybe it is the fact that he's like not that good of an actor. But like he has like for that time period, like the look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when he had like the fucking leather motorcycle jacket on and all that shit. All that shit, yeah. But um, as it's like orderly setting up, he's extremely like nervous, right? He's like got his eyes on him the whole time. And one thing I noticed was there was no ground on the plug. Yeah, it was weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to change that fucking plug now, man. Whenever you buy a vintage amp, get that ground, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you want to get zapped through your fucking guitar or bass or whatever else. Um, Ricky, like, lights his Zippo, which you would never. I never got that. Like, you can't smoke in jail, right? Yeah. Right, you can't have like a fucking lighter or anything. I think you could. I think you or like can. E- or even in like a mental asylum, you can't. F- I don't know. Was it just like a different time? Oh, no, I think you smoke in jail. That's how like that's like currency. Yeah, like yeah, but where do they smoke in the yard? Outside, yeah, I think. You're but like, you could have like a lighter like matches. Yeah, but the, you could start a fuck a fire in your bunk thing. I think it's all like smoke breaks and go outside and you smoke a cigarette. They got like a it's like a uh, like a water fountain, but yeah. it's a fucking little flame. Yeah. You gonna light your cigarette, your lucky strike on there. <laughs> but uh, uh, some guy in a suit who is Dr. Bloom walks into the room and he starts loading a tape into the recorder. And this guy fucking yells at the orderly, uh, the orderly to leave. And he, he, like a real weird fucking guy. Like from the beginning, I got like a real weird vibe from the uh, psychiatrist. Yeah, me too. And it's not, they don't exactly explain, like, what's going on here. Yeah. But he says, like, oh, like, he kind of says, like, oh, you're like, I'm like your last chance and all that shit. But I I didn't really, like, what are they going to do with him next? Was he going to go to, like, prison instead of the asylum? Is that what was going, like, he was being evaluated? Yeah. I, I don't know. But, um. I like when uh, Dr. Bloom is introducing himself and Ricky's just like, well, Dr. Bloom's like, oh, you could call me like uh, Herman or Dr. Bloom or Doc. Yeah. And Ricky's like, fuck you or something. Yeah, he fuck goes, you, Doc. Yeah, he goes, fuck off, Doc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, He's very like fucking like Looney Tunes in this. Yeah. Right. It's like a cartoon. Um. But the doctor says, like, your time is running out, and Billy gets pissed and all this shit, and um, the orderly comes back in. I guess he hears, like, whatever's going on. They're yelling at each other, and the fucking doctor, he screams at him to get the fuck out yeah. again, Um, and they make it a point to show that it's December 24th, yeah. so it's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve, and... The first question the doctor asks Ricky is, who killed your parents? Mm-hmm. And what does Ricky say? Uh, he, I, I totally spaced out. Santa Claus. Santa Claus, yeah. <laughs> so, this is, so this whole movie is these scenes of Ricky in an in insane asylum. And the first half is the Recap. first movie, yeah. and then the second half is stuff that they filmed for the new movie. Yeah, because th- th- this is the way to re-release it. Yep, pretty much. And we get a flashback to the first movie here, and it's like the you know the family driving in the car. Yeah, 
and them going to stop and help somebody on the side of the road in a Santa Claus costume. And the guy ends up pulling a gun out and their dad rips it in reverse and the Santa Claus like fucking puts a couple shots into the windshield. It kills their dad because it's Billy and Ricky in the car. And if you don't know, Billy is the killer from the first movie. Yeah. Um, this Santa Claus shoots, basically shoots their dad through the windshield. When the car stops, he goes, he pulls the mom out and looks like he's about to rape her. And she hits him and he, does he stab her? It looks like he stabs her or something, yeah. right? Or I think it might have been changed a little bit in this abbreviated version. I don't know. But uh, he kills the mother and he lets the two kids live. Well, Billy runs into the woods and... Ricky's a baby at that point. But, uh, yeah, he, this is all literally just the first movie. Another good line that, uh, that's like right after this flashback or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Dr. Bloom's like, Oh, how could you possibly remember that? Like you were like just a baby. Yeah. And it's such like a straight to video movie line. Uh, Ricky says like in this really, like strange delivery because I was there. (laughs) He's literally a baby in a a car seat. There's a lot of things he quote unquote remembers. Yeah. But I'm shocked, but there's scenes that he wasn't, but dude, you know, it's weird. It's like, it's like he had like a psychic link with his brother. Yeah. That's That's like almost what they allude to in this. Yeah. Right. Cause, uh, he's always like, Oh, when he's like, Oh, nobody could hear him screaming. And he's like, but I could, you know, like that was like a very weird thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, Doctor Bloom asks him about the orphanage, and Ricky immediately is like, "I hated that fucking place." Yeah. Um, and Ricky explains that it was hard on them during Christmas time, and uh, especially for Billy, which is funny because they were both fucking crazy. But yeah. uh, this is we start getting the. Uh, flashbacks again to the first movie and you see billy hanging up a picture and it's like santa claus like with like a bunch of knives or swords thrown with like a dead reindeer and you see like the mother superior who's like this fucking bitch played by two actresses in this movie oh this the the old one was somebody different right yeah, yeah. but um she like she punishes them because and this kid is like traumatized yeah he 100 percent has ptsd and she's like like no no that's not a not a thing that's so fucked up but uh sister margaret is the younger nun and she's the one that's nice and like he said he pretty much says throughout the thing that like she looked out for them mm-hmm. or or tried to as much as she could so after billy's punished for this picture uh sister margaret goes into his room and says like, oh, like, you should you should go outside. Like, I know what she said to do and all that, but I'm telling you, you could go outside. And before he's like able to actually get out of the orphanage, he hears noises coming from a room, and he starts going closer and investigating. You can hear it's like sex noises. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks through the little peephole, and he sees two people having sex. Who were these people? Who were they? Yeah. 
I don't, I don't Were remember. they supposed to be like kids in the orphanage? Because you like you left at eighteen, know. so like were they supposed to be like maybe older maybe, kids? Maybe yeah, maybe older kids having sex. But uh, Mother Superior finds them there, and she like fucking busts in this room like fucking a crash there, unit. Maybe there were like older kids that were like over eighteen that were still like still there working. Oh, never had oh yeah, yeah, or... maybe I don't know. But uh, she starts going in, hitting them with the fucking belt. And, uh, oh man, this is like, this is brutal, man. I feel bad for the kid that plays Billy. He's like a, cause he's like a cute kid. He's in like a terrible position. Like this kid's like traumatized and everyone's just kind of like brushing him off and like, yeah, treating him like a piece of shit. Yeah, but but yeah, it's, it, but But, uh, he knows what his brother's. Yeah, but, uh, Mother Superior goes outside and like grabs him and fucking punishes him. Punish. (laughs) <laughs> yeah punish so mother superior goes outside and finds them and she says like all the shit like uh when you do something naughty you must be punished punishment is absolute and like at the end of the movie they just keep saying punished and punished. naughty over and over over and over and over and over but he then has to go and get the belt himself now and punish himself yeah yeah and it, like as he's getting hit it like flashes to ricky yeah and like see this is why i think he had like a psychic connection but, but if he didn't it's just bad it's just like somebody telling a story of his brother yeah so i think this guy eric freeman that played ricky was meant to play this role dude yeah because like the way he plays him he plays him so fucking crazy that it's believable yeah and i it's like this next scene here, like when they go back into the office or the room, whatever, and Doctor Bloom is talking to him. He's like, "Oh, like I'm the thirteenth doc. Like, oh no, you're my thirteenth doctor. Like, what makes you think you're gonna fucking do whatever?" And he's like, "Oh, 13's my lucky number." And then he asks Ricky, "Do you dream, Ricky?" Mm-hmm. And Ricky looks at him and he goes, "I." don't sleep (laughs) dude that's such a fucking awesome line but uh he then he then says though that billy had bad dreams every night and we start seeing more stuff from the first movie and you see like the thing where billy's fucking screaming and it gets tied to the bed which like this kid is getting fucking abused nonstop. it's fucking terrible but he tells the story about Billy like fucking dropping Santa with like a hard right. This <laughs> is knocking this guy off the fucking stool and he runs out. And um, Rick, this is the one where uh, she like walk, walks into the room and Ricky's like, oh, no one heard him screaming, but I did. Yeah. So he definitely, there's definitely some sort of like psychic connection or something. But I think in the later movies, there is like a psychic thing. And like there's a psychic or something in a movie. I don't know. I saw the first two. Yeah, I never saw him either. But um, I don't even think I'm trying to remember the last time you saw the first one. I haven't watched the first one. I saw it rather recently. It was just on for some reason. I I don't know. But uh, this we get another one of those good lines where Dr. Bloom is replacing the tape and he's like, oh, like, what do you see out there? Because Ricky's looking mm-hmm. out the window and he just goes, bars. <laughs> Dude, this guy's awesome. I don't give a fuck. And he's yeah. and he's like a fucking tank, too. So it's a real good 
he like just his movements and how he sits in the fucking cell yeah. and all that shit. It's really, really good. Um, Dr. Bloom asks about when Billy left and he says like, oh, how do you feel about Billy leaving you? And he immediately kind of gets defensive and he's like, he turned 18. Like yeah. he had to leave. And this is this is where we get one of the better scenes from the first movie. Um, we see Billy in the toy store wearing the Santa costume. And he's like got the kids on his lap and all that mm. shit. He's like, if you're not good, if you're naughty, you'll get punished. <laughs> he's like, scared. Yeah, he's scared the shit out of the little kids. I'm trying kids. to remember if, like, if I saw the first one or we just kept on watching scenes from it. We used to watch this movie a lot. We did? Part two. Part two, yeah. At least Jerry and I. I, re- I remember part two. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if I even saw part one because of all of Yeah, well, you this. don't have yeah, yeah, you don't really yeah, have to. Yeah, yeah. But uh the mom, one of the moms is like, Oh, he he sure knows how to handle kids. <laughs> Would they ever put that in a movie now no. in, in twenty eighteen? Nope. Do you believe it's almost twenty twenty? Yeah, it's almost twenty it's literally twenty nineteen, like a week. It's fucking crazy, man. Mm-hmm. But uh it's the store Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And we see Billy like just fucking like staring like out of it and i don't really remember enough of the first movie to pinpoint why he like looks so fucking upset and why he goes into the back room and all that shit but he goes into the back room and um he sees like the two co-workers back there and the guy starts getting real like fucking handsy and the girl saying no stop it and he rips her shirt open and he tries to rape her. This happens a lot in this movie. Yeah. And Billy uh, has like this fucking gnarly flashback. This is like when it flashes really quick of all yeah. the scenes from like fucking, you know, the beginning of the movie. And uh, he takes a string of Christmas lights and wraps them around the guy's neck and fucking hangs him yeah. with it. And she fucking freaks the fuck out. And Billy kills her also. <laughs> uh, the manager goes into the back now. We're doing like the extreme abbreviated version of these scenes because yeah. it's you, you got to watch the first, the first one. Movie. Yeah. Uh, the manager goes into the back and um, he's like, oh, I, I heard something like I definitely heard something. I'm going to check it out. He goes into the back and he gets fucked up also. And I think he gets hit in the head with a hammer. Yeah. Um, the other woman that's speaking to the manager, is that like his girlfriend or like, is he cheating on his wife or something with this woman? I don't know. So she goes into the back also and she finds the manager's body and freaks the fuck out. And she runs the call 911, but Billy takes an ax off the wall, a conveniently placed ax and cuts the, uh, the phone cord. Is it crazy that you can't put that in a movie anymore? What? Cutting the phone line. Oh, you can't, yeah. Like in all the Friday the 13th movies, you'd see him pull the fucking thing out and all that shit. Or like, oh, the phone's dead. Yeah. Dude, you can't do that anymore. Let's take out the cell tower now. Dude, it's impossible. They just ping off another one. Yeah. It would just be super slow. Like your phone call will always go through probably. Yeah. But um, Billy starts chasing her around the store and she kind of gets the drop on him and knocks him down and she grabs the axe and... She runs off and's going to break the front glass of the store. And Billy's like, wait, no. And she turns around and looks and he shoots her with a bow and arrow. 
And Ricky explains, like, no, like, they all deserved it. Like, Billy punished the bad people. Like, you know, he did what he had to do. And we get that. This is a pretty iconic scene from the first movie. Also, uh, Linnea Quigley going to let the cat in from outside. Billy, like, runs in and, like, chases her around and picks her up and impales her on the the deer antlers, like the mounted deer head on the wall. That's like a pretty iconic that's scene like, to this that's movie. The, that's the most iconic iconic scene of the first movie. Yeah. yeah. Linnea Quigley. Oh, yeah. But uh, then the boyfriend comes up and he kind of fights with Billy for a bit. And Billy eventually like just fucking throws this guy out a window. I love when people get thrown out of windows. Yeah. Yet again, another Friday the 13th trope. What other movies do people get thrown out of window? Michael Myers gets shot out of a window. That's true. Yeah. Which is more like the last scene of this movie. Yeah. yeah. In a lot of Italian movies, windows just like explode. Yeah. You don't get thrown through them. Yeah, they just fucking explode into you. So yeah, Ricky keeps saying that everyone deserved it. Everyone deserved what they got to die. Mm-hmm. But no one understood, like, I guess what was going on. Yeah. And uh, we see cops patrolling and they're looking for like every Santa Claus in the area. And they see a guy climbing into a house uh, on a ladder through a window and they they show him like bust through the door with the mom in the back like between yeah. them and the little girl goes daddy and ricky says oh he almost got his present early Jesus. <laughs> yeah but uh we see the, this is one of my favorite scenes from the first movie too uh we see the two kids going sledding and like the two bullies attack them and like sort of fucking rough them up and take their sleds and the first kid goes down the hill like a fucking turd. And then the second kid goes to go down and he like just his head rolls down yeah. the hill and the kid freaks out. I love that shit. Um, but we see a cop talking to Sister Margaret and she's like, oh, I know where Billy's going to go. So they know he's going to go to the orphanage. Yeah. Um. They're uh, like Dr. Bloom and, and Ricky are having like a little like banter back and forth yeah. now. And Ricky says to Dr. Bloom, uh, I know the move. Uh, I know all the moves. I could squash you like a bug. And Dr. Bloom's like, oh, I'm not scared of you. And Ricky says, not yet. So like he's kind of getting a little bit more aggressive as the movie goes along right like yeah. before his escape but we see the cops rushing to the orphanage now and they see a santa dude this movie has a ton of like awesome yeah. iconic scenes and this cop shoots the santa to death after he's like hey stop right there and ricky says or no does that one of them says one problem it wasn't billy and it was actually the deaf janitor. And we see like Ricky flashing back and forth between like the past and the present. And now all the kids are locked in the school and we got this cop, like the cop that just killed the janitor is like patrolling the perimeter outside. He's like going down into this basement well area. And as he comes up the stairs, Billy buries an ax right in his chest. And, I also like right after, like he cuts the head off the snowman. 
as he's walking to the school. Yeah. He just like whacks it. Um, so Billy gets led into the school by a little kid. And just when Billy's about to swing the axe at Mother Superior, who he's going, he's been going after this whole time, uh, he's shot. And as Billy's dying on the ground, he's lying there and he says, you're safe now. Santa Claus is gone. And as Billy dies, they show like the camera panning up to Ricky and he just says, naughty. <laughs> um, the doctor changes the tape again here. I, I don't know why they made it a, a, like a... It's foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, after the orphanage, Ricky was sent to live with the Rosenbergs. And now, now they have to do his backstory. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And they, they didn't like all but... They didn't really say it, but like they're supposed to be like a Jewish family, you know, so he wouldn't have to... Uh, see any sort of christmas or santa claus which is yeah, a loophole which is also impossible though because how the fuck are you ever going to do that dude it's everywhere it doesn't yeah. matter what fucking you know what you're raised in but uh rides the trigger yeah but uh we see home videos of him as a kid and he said he liked them it wasn't bad and you get an overall feeling that he did like these two people as his parents that they were good to him mm-hmm. and we see ricky walking with his uh adoptive mother and she sees her friend and they start to talk and like Ricky's looking down the street and he sees two nuns walking and he starts having like a fucking panic attack. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of like a seizure. <laughs> like he's, he's, well, no, he has the panic attack here. Then when they go into that one store and the lady puts the red thing over the, uh, what was that a painting or whatever yeah. it was? He starts having like a seizure of some sort. At least that's what the mom says. But, um, he they they show it actually as like a Santa jacket for a second when it flashes like they give like a, a strobing of like video yeah a little bit of light but uh they they then show him like back in the orphanage and the mom and the dad are talking to like one of the nuns there I think it was Sister Margaret yeah and she's like no like it's all it's it's gonna be fine this and that and. They're both like, oh, no, like, yeah, we we can't leave them. Like, we, they were, like, genuinely good people. Yeah. They're like, no, like, I want to see him. Like, let's let's get him through this. But five years later, uh, his stepdad died. And he says it, it actually hit him pretty hard. So he did like these people. These people, like, were his family, he yeah. felt. Um, and he keeps actually saying, there's, like, multiple lines of him saying, like, oh, like, I felt bad for her. Like, I like them. They were good to me. Like, things were great. But then he's also like, oh, like, what did I know? I was just, like, 12 years old. I was just a boy. But at this point, when the father died, he's a little bit older now. And we see teenage Ricky. And, dude, know who he looks like? Who? Norman Bates from Bates Motel. Oh, uh, oh the show. Yeah. I forgot who played him in that. Was that? Was that? No, I forgot. I'm going to look that up. Who plays him? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, he looked exactly like him, to, to me at least, or from what I can remember. But we see... Oh, or he looks like a young Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> I can see that, too. That's a good one. Uh, but Ricky's walking along this trail, and I guess they live in Switzerland in the Alps, and he's walking through these fields. But uh, he sees two people messing around on a blanket, and he goes to creep on them, because every movie, everybody's got to be a fucking creep. Creep, yeah. And uh, they're laughing and, you know, fucking around. But the guy starts to get, like, really handsy and comes on strong. 
And the woman's like, I'm tired of you like doing this shit to me. Like I had enough. Leave me the fuck alone. And he won't stop. And he starts getting more and more and more aggressive. And Ricky's watching and you see him start to have like the flashbacks again. And uh, the guy hits the girl and like, was like, oh, fuck this. I'm getting another beer. And you see Ricky and he says, naughty. Naughty. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking it was. It's the kid from the Willy Wonka, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The new one. The newer, the 05. Really? That's him? That's him. He plays he's also, he's Yeah, and he's also the good doctor now. What's that? It's a show. It's a show on TV. It's uh, very popular. Well, I like that. Doctor movie. with uh, autism. It's called The Good Doctor. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. He probably plays a good doctor. Yeah, he plays the good doctor. Uh, so uh, this guy walks back to his Jeep. <laughs> that and was it's, my little journal. Yeah. So this guy walks back to his Jeep, and it's a red Jeep. Punish. Punish. And Ricky, like, appears magically in that front seat also. Yeah. And he, like, honks the horn, and the guy turns around, and uh, Ricky hits him with the Jeep and goes back and forth mm-hmm. over him a bunch of times, and, like, the guy's twitching out on the floor after. But he's dead. And the girl sees this going on and comes over. And instead of being horrified, she says, thank you, and walks away. Wow. Like, what? Movie's weird. I love this movie, it's dude. It's good. It's a fucking great movie. But uh, the doc has uh, red, right, like uh, color red or red car written like in a bold print, like Ricky, uh, Ricky, like is over his shoulder suddenly yeah. and like startles him. It's like, oh, like nice observation. But uh, I love like the way Ricky delivers his lines in the asylum, though. It's like much more entertaining in the asylum than it is when he's it, like free when he's yeah, loose. It's a little goofy. It's it's just very. It's like a crazy person. Yeah. But Ricky starts asking questions to the doctor, like, "Oh, you have kids? Were you married?" And the doctor's like, oh, like, yeah, I, I met my wife in college. And Ricky says, like, oh, like, I never went to college. I, we didn't have money. I had to get a job. And they show him working at, like, the Shea Ritz. He's, like, lecturing. I had to get a uh, job. And he's, like, supposed to be, like, 18, but he looks like a fucking tank, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, he looks like f- he could have been a fucking wrestler, this guy. Exactly. But uh, maybe the WCW wrestler. <laughs> Back then. But uh, he sees someone getting, like, shook down by, uh, I, I guess, like, a loan shark or a bookie or whatever he is. He's some sort of, like, mafia guy, like a generic mafia tough. Yeah. But uh, at, after this guy's done beating the fuck out of this guy, he bumps into Ricky. And he's like, oh, fucking tough guy or whatever. And Ricky literally picks him up and throws him into, like, a pile of trash. Yeah. Um. He then picks him up with one hand and holds him up against the wall and stabs him. Well, no, it wasn't against the wall. He just holds him up like a choke slam and stabs him with the umbrella and the umbrella opens after it goes yeah, through. It was a great kill. Dude, this movie kill. has great kills in it. it. All the new ones that they film look great. And uh, you see like the bloody umbrella start to get like washed away by the fucking rain. But that was a great kill. It looked really good. Um. The doctor's now like seen sweating. He's way more nervous, and he uh, he's like kind of worried. And then he gets even more worried because he notices the B on his handkerchief that he's using is red. I, I like didn't yeah. notice that until this time for some reason. But uh, Ricky keeps getting like more and more aggressive, 
And the doctor says, uh, well, tell me about Jennifer. And Ricky immediately says, eat shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the doc pulls out like this picture. It's like a signed picture. Did you notice that? That there was writing on it? Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever listened to the podcast Cult Film and Review? No. No? No. Well, they're pretty good. But they also... Actually, they're very good. They're better than us. But... (laughs) But... um, they did Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 this week also. Oh, really? Well, yeah. last week. Yeah. But when this comes out, it'll be last week. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they, they got a little bit more in-depth when it came to all this Jennifer stuff. And yeah. So go listen to them. Yeah. If, so. you want, if you want to hear about that. But uh, I'm trying not to go over the same shit. Yeah. Because who the fuck wants to listen to that? Yeah. Okay, so eventually Ricky starts talking about Jennifer and... They basically met by him getting knocked off his motorcycle by her in a parking lot, which like he probably could have gotten really hurt, but he looked cool as fuck here, man, with that leather jacket on, on the motorcycle. Like, how did this guy not get more famous? Was it just because he wasn't a good actor? It probably was that. Because like when it comes to like the the look, 10 out of 10, man. Seriously. Well, it worked for the movie, but it probably didn't work for other movies. He looked like a fucking like tough guy. Like. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it was just the acting that wasn't really that good. But uh, you start seeing them like doing all this shit, like riding on his motorcycle and doing all these things. But uh, they have sex eventually. And Ricky says it was his first time. And he thought it was hers, too. And this is like a big, you know, catalyst to what happens with Jennifer. But. uh they're seen in a movie theater and the trailer for the movie chaos is playing and they're like more violence, more blood, more murder. And Ricky's like on the edge of his seat, like with a big smile on his face, like watching it. She's like, Oh, you like this stuff? And he's, he does. (laughs) But, um, we see this annoying pair of assholes sitting in the back row and they're saying shit, throwing popcorn and you could see it annoys the fuck out of Ricky immediately. And they keep making comments to Ricky. And he just keeps getting more and more fucking mad. But uh, Ricky asks Jennifer now, what did uh, what did you say this movie was about? She goes, oh, it's about, uh, what'd you say? Oh, it's about a guy in a Santa Claus suit that goes around and kills people. And he's like, what? Yeah. He makes like this fucking really, <laughs> f- yeah, he says it really funny. And, uh, it's Silent Night, Deadly Night 1. It's like the gas station scene, like when the guy's robbing the fucking thing. And uh, Ricky says, punish. And he, punish. and he walks away for a bit. So after he walks away, Chip, I love that, man, Chip. Yeah. That's like the Bradster and all that shit. But uh, Chip, who is Jennifer's ex of some sort, starts hitting on her again. And he's trying to get her to like hang out and bang or whatnot. But he's got a girlfriend like watching them the whole time. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem to be too upset by this. But uh, she keeps telling him like, oh, leave me alone. Like this and that. You like cheated on me. You stood me up. Like he did this. He did that. And he's still like, oh, you know, I still want you. This and that. When are you going to come back to me? And I, I, I think he even says like, I forgive you mm-hmm. or some shit like that. And... um he also mentioned something about like banging in a back seat and she's like, don't you ever mention that to anybody again? And he kind of makes like, they kind of make this like a foreshadowing 
idea here. Yeah. Like they plant the seed because this is something that sets him off completely later. Yeah. But uh, Chip, this is where Chip also calls Ricky Cog. <laughs> and uh, while all this is happening, Ricky's in the back. He appears like comically, uh, you know, from off screen mm. next to the guy in the back seats. And uh, I guess he kills them, right? Mm. Or does he beat them up or kills them? I think he kills them. <laughs> um, but uh, Chip's like new girlfriend's getting like impatient, I guess. And uh, he says about her, oh, she keeps me she keeps me in shape until you come back. Jesus. Dude, imagine saying that to somebody. That's fucking insane. But uh so chip leaves and like ricky comes back and now he likes the movie he got his fucking he like comes back as a completely different person i think this it was this scene also that like the film stock looked slightly different on my version but uh we see ricky and jennifer walking down this street and they're they run into chip uh his mustang broke down or his battery's dead or something because he has like that trickle uh the trickle charger on yeah and chip immediately acts like a piece of shit and starts talking about like all the times he fucked jennifer and all this stuff and uh he eventually says something about like fucking her in the back of the the red old red or whatever and it's a red car yeah and uh ricky grabs the one jumper cable off and sticks it in his mouth and he starts getting fucking electrocuted and he eventually turns up the voltage and his eyes explode I thought that looked like a pretty good effect also. Yeah, it's good. Even like the electrocution looked really good. But uh, Jennifer starts screaming like, oh, I hate you. Why'd you do that? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And Ricky grabs the car antenna and he chokes her to death. Yeah. And uh, just as this is happening, uh, we get this like Barney Fife looking cop. And he pulls his yeah. gun on Ricky and he's like, I'm just going to slip these handcuffs on you. Yeah. And just as he's about to do it, Ricky like turns the gun on him and shoots him right in the head. And this, that looked really good too. Yeah. Um, so Ricky grabs the gun and he basically goes on a shooting spree and he shoots like the first neighbor and he just goes motherfucker or something like that. And then the second one is the famous garbage day scene where he shoots the guy garbage day, taking out his garbage. Dude, I fucking love this movie. The movie's good. But this little girl like hits into him on her tricycle or bike, whatever she's riding. And she says, oh, excuse me, mister. And he like, he's like, oh, that's okay. Like lets her go. So like, he's not punishing you if you do the right thing. But uh, this is where he shoots at a red car and he causes it to flip. And that podcast I was just talking about. Yeah. They mentioned something that I thought about you know, I agreed with them because I noticed this too. Dude, that car comes so fucking close to this guy that does the stunt that I it looks like it touches him. Like after the car flips, it slides right next to like Ricky standing in the middle of yeah. the street. Dude, the car, I think, touches him. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Close. What a fucking scene. But um, Ricky's cornered by the cops here and he cocks the gun and he turns it on himself. 
And he goes to pull the trigger and the gun's empty. And we go to present time and uh, Ricky's like, oh, I was young and stupid and he's talking and you don't hear the doctor anymore. And uh, he's, he keeps talking and he's saying all the shit and he takes a cigarette now. Uh, he takes a cigarette and puts it out on the picture of Jennifer. And it pans over and he's still talking and the doctor's dead. He choked him out with like half inch fucking tape. Damn, dude. Crazy. Um, but you also hear like Ricky like fucking attacking whoever outside. And I think it was supposed to be the tape player playing. Mm-hmm. Right? Because then when it ends, you see it's the cops there. And it's Christmas Eve. So he's out. Yeah, he's free. Uh, Ricky kills the Salvation Army Santa Claus for his costume. Smart. Yeah, very good. And he goes to a payphone and he calls the orphanage and he just says, Merry Christmas. And you hear like a, who's this? And he says, Santa's back. Yeah. And uh, we see the mother superior who looks fucking. Well, they did it because it's a different actress. Yeah, but they made her look fucking like mutated. Well, it's like she had a stroke, but also she looks like she was like. Mutated? Burnt or mutated or acid or something. (laughs) But uh, she looks super concerned and like looks very fucked up. But she's watching the Christmas parade and she's like cursing about, well, not cursing, but like, oh, making a sacrilege of whatever. Yeah, throwing Hail Marys and stuff. Yeah, fucking asshole. But uh, she hears something outside and there's like kids playing with a Santa Claus doll, like a wind up Santa Claus. And you see the like the pants walking up to it and hit it with an axe and the kids scream and run away. And uh, he goes up to the door and she lives at 666. Ricky uses the axe to open the front door. And he's there to finally kill Mother Superior. There's no one there to help her, man. And she tries to barricade herself in a room. And he eventually, you know, just fucking takes the door down. And she tries to slip out another door. But he eventually catches up to her. And he takes a swing when she's at the top of the stairs. I guess he misses or she like just dives down the stairs and takes like a horrifically violent fall down this set of stairs. Yeah. You would be dead, dude. Yeah. But uh, she manages another wheelchair. Yeah, she manages to get up and get into another wheelchair and goes into the kitchen and grabs a knife. And this is when she starts thinking that she could somehow like fight this guy. But she starts yelling about Ricky like, oh, come out here and face me like you're, you know, you're uh, you're weak, just like your brother Billy. And Ricky eventually, you know, fucking comes on to her. Well, comes up to her. I don't think he's coming on her, dude. Yeah. Fuck. It's late. Yeah, we're doing it. it, What's today? Sunday? Now it's Monday. Now it's Monday. Yeah, Monday, December 17th. But uh, he finally swings the, uh, the axe, but you don't see what happens. And it cuts to the police pulling up to the house and they're walking through and they see Mother Superior sitting at the table and she's not moving at all. And was this supposed to be Sister Margaret again? Or just yeah, another a, nun? No, it was supposed to be her. That's why she has the... Um... No, no, no. The, the other, the younger oh, nun. Sure. Or just a different younger I'm nun sure. now. But, um, oh yeah, because they said the orphanage closed. So like yeah. there would be no reason for her to be there. Yeah. But uh, we see like this other younger nun who's been talking to the police also like throughout the movie um, come into the house and she's like, oh, like Mother Superior, like, are you, you know, okay. what's wrong? Are you okay? Like, you know, say something. And she fucking like 
moves her and the head comes the cleanest off. cleanest cut ever. Dude, there's no blood, but whatever. It's weird that they skimped on the blood there. I don't know. I guess they, that's the only way the gag would have worked. More dramatic where like blood just spurting out. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But uh, Billy, Billy, fuck, man. Ricky appears like out of nowhere again uh, with the axe and he goes to hit the nun with it. And he's shot multiple times and falls out the window. And very Halloween esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see his like dead body outside, like laying there. And the cop says, He's gone, sister, it's over. And the nun opens her eyes and turns her head to see the mother yeah, superior's yeah. head like staring you at her. Move the head. Yeah, and she screams and it cuts to Ricky's eyes opening and he's got like a smile on his face. And it cuts again to like a Santa Claus arm with like a switchblade stabbing at the screen to like yeah. a like a still frame. That's the end of the movie. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Dude, this is my favorite Christmas movie. This is good. Dude, if I ever had kids, this, this is, this is yeah. going to be our Christmas story. Yeah. Do you like a Christmas story? Love a Christmas story. Yeah? One of my favorite movies. Would you say you like it better than this movie? Yeah, I can't compare the two. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. So, Anthony... The back of the box. Well, first of all, would you recommend people to watch yeah, this? I recommend this more than the first one. You would say just, just watch this just one. Watch, just watch this one. It's the same thing. It's just, it's a way. I think it was a giant money grab. I think it was just a way. Yeah, to, well, it was. Yeah, they it said was, they wanted a sequel, but we don't want to give you anything to work with. So yeah, here's $100,000. Figure, figure it out. Yeah. But um, what do you think? You would, you would definitely oh, recommend yeah. this to people? For sure. I like the first movie. The first movie has like a certain charm to it. Yeah. I Especially at the beginning, like with the fucking grandfather, yeah. right? I wouldn't recommend them watching back to back. They don't work good back to back. No, definitely not. Not at all. No, no, no. Just watch you're the gonna watch movie. It. Yeah, you're just going to watch that and you're going to watch the same movie. So, Anthony. Yes. Let's do the back of the box here. Mm. Tell me, does this sound like the movie we just described yes. in extreme detail? Yes. The door of the mental hospital opens, releasing Ricky from its confines. He takes with him the terrifying memory of his brother Billy's death and the burning image of Mother Superior, the powerful figure that brought about his brother's violent demise. For Ricky, starting a new life means avenging his brother's death by whatever means necessary, whether it be cutting edge... the damn... Whether it be the cutting edge of a shiny steel knife blade or the electrifying charge of a set of battery cables, Ricky is set in this blind journey of revenge leading ultimately to Mother Superior. As Mother Superior prays in the dark, we suggest she says an extra hell. No, she... Fuck, dude. This is so hard for me to read at 1259. Oh, I got it, I got it. I'm almost there. As Mother Superior prays in the dark, we suggest... We suggest, she says, an extra prayer for herself, because not even her faith will be enough to stop Ricky, but prayers will do little for her in the silent part of this night. No. Now, I don't know what the fuck that was. It was like vaguely. Misleading. I would say 50%. Vague. 25. I don't care. This fucking box is awesome, dude. It's a great cover. Prayers won't save you in this in the silent part of this night. Silent night, deadly night too, dude. It's this is under this is filed under mystery. Yeah. What? Yeah. What video store did this come from? Twin River uh, Twin Rivers Video, 140 South Main Street, 
Phillipsburg, New Jersey. 08865. If you guys want a phone number, it's 908-213-3344. Call twin, that number. Twin Rivers what? Twin Rivers Video in Phillipsburg, New Jersey. If any of our listeners live in that area and remember that video store, please drop us a line. We would love to know if maybe you rented this copy that we watched. Well, I watched. That I own. Or maybe I bought it from you. Who knows? Maybe. What are you seeing if it's... It's definitely not there. No, I would see if there's any pictures. Imagine. It, it, I don't know, man. Would there be pictures of that on there? Oh, yeah. So, Anthony. Yep. Now, next week is a holiday, right? Mm. Uh, Christmas Eve is on Monday. Now, do you want to skip next week? Or do you want to record the episode on a different day? I'll do whatever. I'm good for, I'm good for either. Whatever you want to do. I could do it the same day. I don't care. Okay. Two days. Two episodes. Okay. Okay. So we'll we'll do... Uh, let's just pick a movie and we'll decide when it's... Uh, yes. You know, when we're going to do it. Holiday? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no. We don't need a holiday movie. Because you know why? Because fuck it. Okay. Oh, wait. Wait. You want to do... All right. So, in the spirit of Christmas, mm-hmm. all right, and we were just speaking about a Christmas story, okay, right? Why don't we do children shouldn't play with dead things? Okay. And do you know like the whole connection to that of a Christmas story in that? Uh huh. What's that? I don't know. So it's actually you know what's funny about this man, this guy. Bob Clark, right? Mm-hmm. He uh, he was the director of this movie, and he also started his career with children shouldn't play with dead things. And uh, he also did. There's another one, Death Dream. That's another fucking yeah. good, good fucking movie. He did Black Christmas. Yes. And then, of course, everybody knows, you know, Christmas Story and yeah. all that shit. And he also did Porky's. Yeah, I love Porky's. But uh, this could be our connection to Christmas. Instead of doing a holiday yeah. movie, we'll do Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things, I'm which is down. a great zombie movie and actually one of my favorites. I'm down. I like Alan Orsby's character in it. Plays like the fucking guy. But <laughs> like actually does the spell to raise the dead. And I like the woman's like fucking little like cursing thing. It's a fun movie. I'm excited. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Yeah. So... And that's also a Gorgon video release. And I believe actually Death Dream is also. There you go. Along with a lot of other cool things. But, um, so Anthony, I found that poster. Good. So we're going to do a, we're going to do a giveaway. Yeah. We'll, let, we'll think about, we'll, what do you want? What, what we'll do you want post the stipulations. There we go. <laughs> but we're going to be giving away an original. I'm not going to say it's mint condition. But this thing it's is conditioned. This thing is certainly good looking and you could definitely hang it up in your house. It's yeah. not a piece of shit. On I swear to God. Yeah, you could definitely just post about it on Instagram. There you go. But uh, it's a Friday the 13th, the final chapter original movie poster. We will give you one of our T-shirts. We'll probably give and you a pin, pin maybe sticker. some stickers. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll throw in a tape or two in that yeah. box, in our little fucking holiday box. Re- repost and like, screenshot all. Oh. We're gonna make you do proof, something. We'll do proof, something. Proof of um, promotion. Yeah, we'll do something. And we need it. We need to wait a year to see if you delete the post. <laughs> no, no, no. So don't we'll fuck with me. So we'll post this on Tuesday, and yeah. 
we'll post maybe on Friday what to do. Yeah. So then you got the whole weekend. Maybe we'll make it easy. Maybe we'll make it hard. I don't know, but it's going to be fun. It should be something where they would have to listen in for the winner. Well, yeah, eventually they will have to. And you got to contact us. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. We're not just going to tell you on Instagram. You got to post everything on Instagram. Uh, and then you're going to have to listen. Uh, and we're going to put it in the middle of the episode. So you got to fuck. We'll make gonna, it a really good prize, but we'll make it super convoluted to win. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll add the, the runners up, all the runner ups. And we're, we'll announce there's two people. And one of those people will be the winner. We'll announce the runners up in the middle of the episode and the winner at the end. So you're wait, wait, can you can we also do it where if the person doesn't contact us uh, within twenty four hours of the episode release, yeah. it rolls over to a new competition yeah. and we just keep adding things Strict to rules. the pot. Strict rules. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger every week. Yes, sir. We'll figure out something fun. Yeah. But uh, we will have our merch store up soon. I am almost done with that. Uh, we got t-shirts, we got hats, we got pins, we got fucking everything. No, we don't have sunglasses. Yes. Maybe we'll make sunglasses. Oh, dude, did you ever see that movie Dead End, uh, Dead End Driving? Mm. Right there? No. Dude, I watched that the other day from... Uh, yeah. A lot of people were recommending it to me, and I, I always saw it around. I never watched it, I never owned it, and I just recently got it. And I gotta say, I fucking love that movie, and we're gonna do that very soon. Yeah. It's a, it's a very good movie. And I wanna try to get... I want to see how I can get in contact with the uh, Mahonic Drive-In mm. to have some have this fucking movie played there. Maybe we could figure out a way to like sponsor something. Yeah. So if you know any contacts that uh, have anything to do with them, please let us know because that would be something we'd definitely do in the spring or the summer. Mm. It's the same place where they do VHS Fest, which is a great time. Which will will definitely be there. I'll I one hundred percent will be there, and I hope uh, Anthony joins uh, me this year. This year, yeah. And uh, we'll have a tent. Definitely. And we'll hang out. Yeah, we'll hang out with all these fucking mutants. It's a good mm-hmm. time, dude. Yeah. But um, do you have anything else you would no, like to speak Merry about? Merry Christmas. Well, not yet. We're gonna. We're technically. Merry Christmas. Technically, we'll have one more before Christmas. Merry Christmas. Or, no, it'll come out on Christmas. Yeah. Maybe. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Pre-Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, at a Pacini on Instagram. Yep. yep. Any Any video needs? Yep. Please come to me or I will come to you. (laughs) Go to uh, our Instagram at Bante's video. You can message us on there, which we would prefer, or email us at Bante's video show at gmail.com. Any, yeah, Instagram, (laughs) hit us up on there. Uh, Comments, suggestions, concerns, recommendations. Do you want to send us money? Do you want us to send you money? Do you want us to make money? Do you live in the area? Do you have things for sale that we may like? Do you have things to do that we may do? Yes. Let us know. We have nothing but time. Just kidding. No, we don't. It's very dark. But, uh, okay. This has been another good episode of this. Subscribe, like. Wait, we don't. We're not YouTube. Just subscribe on on the podcast thing. Does anybody listen to us on Stitcher? Let us know, please. Do you listen to us on SoundCloud? Also, let us know huh. if you listen to us on the you Apple. Need to get rid of some subscriptions on the Apple Podcast uh, thing. Let us know. I, I'm, dude. I try to look at the podcast analytics. One thing's telling me one thing. One thing's telling me another thing. Like it's fucking insane. You gotta use this other service. I'll send you. This. Yeah, but uh, give us a five star review. We'll, we'll, you know. We'll take care of our listeners. Yes. If you are a dedicated listener, we'll take care of you. Anthony will uh, come to your house. Yes. 
do something for you. Yeah, clean your floors. I don't know. I'll walk your dog. Yeah. There you go. All right. So, Anthony, you got anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Merry Christmas. It's not Christmas yet, but goodbye. <laughs>